Thanks for listening to The Sex with Emily Show. I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. And I want to give you the best show possible. So I really appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Let me tell you about Promescent. Did you know one in three men suffer from premature ejaculation? Well, now you don't have to. Promescent is a quick absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex you want. You don't have to even think about baseball or your grain aunt Margaret with a furry mustache. You can focus on your partner's hot body, especially now that you have the time to make them orgasm. Also, Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. You might get there faster than she would like, so Promescent helps you last twice as long. Thousands of urologists are recommending Promescent, the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. Go to Promescent.com to find out more. That's Promescent. P-R-O-M-E-S-E-N-T. It's not rising to the top. That's the challenge. It's staying there. Check out Promescent. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can check out all the cool stuff happening on our website. We like to update it every day with interesting blog posts and videos and stuff like that that will help you have better sex, which is why you're listening to this show, Better Sex and Relationships. And also you can find me on um, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those places, Sex with Emily. So I so appreciate hearing from everyone. I've been getting so many emails lately. Um, I appreciate it. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And tonight we will be answering some of your emails. And the topics include a guy who thinks, you know, all his girlfriends are introducing introducing him to his the less attractive friends at the nightclub. He wants to know why. Also, we are talking about Kegel exercises and how much they help you. My guest is Kayla Bacon. He is the host of the Man School podcast. Hi, Kayla. All right. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Emily. I'm so glad you're here. Good to see you on this very, very hot day. I know it's like 95 degrees and crazy, right? And it's down. It was like 100 before. Was it? I'm in the office all day, and okay. I don't get to experience it. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so hot!" And like no, my sister, yeah, I know weather talk super boring. But it, it is was super a big boring. Deal. It was it's like hundred degrees. I know, no, no. It's like it was hot. Well, that's why I was glad it was my air conditioned office all day. Anderson, how are you doing? You are weren't you just in office, Emily. You were in the sex office. All I was in day. the sex office yeah. all day. Do you fan yourself with dildos? Um, no, but that's a great idea. I'll do that if it comes down to it. Do you have any of those whirly ones that spin around like a fan, maybe? No, but that's not a bad idea. I don't have that. No, we fan ourselves with um, condoms that we blow up like balloons. And then it's good to see you. You look got... lovely as always. Thank you. It's great to see you, too. It's actually been it's been a really good week. I have to say tonight, right now, actually, or in 25 minutes, and after you all hear this, it'll be late, but I'm on an eat special tonight on the Eat channel. I thought you said eat special. I'm like, are we going to hear about some new diet you're on? No, I don't diet. I don't diet. Eat channel. It's called like Inside Hollywood. Oh my God, I got to tell you guys. Why am I here? I'm I'm missing your special. I know. You didn't tape it. I put it on Facebook. It's going to be repeating because it's on Eat. You don't read my Facebook every day. I didn't know. Like my agent just called me and said they're airing it. I recorded it a while ago and it's called Inside because they will be repeating it. Well, Eat channel, that's all they do is they just continue to regurgitate and cannibalize their own stuff over and over. It's I know, a great but channel. that's that's good for me because my mom already watched it in Michigan, 
And she said that, she goes, you looked very good and you sounded very smart. It's not Hollywood Inside Emily because that would be a different show. That would be a <laughs> very um, long show and an interesting show. It's called Secret Societies of Hollywood Deals and Dealers. And so I think they'll be repeating it if you want to see it. And I'm on the sex part. They interviewed me about. Shocking. I know. But they interviewed me about like inside stories of like sex in Hollywood and are people really hiring hookers and porn stars and do, does that really happen and how does it happen? Yeah, first of all, No. They are. None of the, oh, okay. Yeah. Celebrities no, are. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, everybody does. Oh, okay. I thought everybody you were saying Everybody like, yes. does. Yeah. Right? Not you do? Sure. You don't. No, no, I do But you mean but... like like celebrities. And it was surprising, though, because a lot of the questions they asked me actually, you know, they, it's like a lot of times models, like they go through their modeling agents, like real models, you'll see like, not real models, but like not just porn stars, but models will also sometimes, you know, have someone like in Abu Dhabi pay them like, you know, $100,000 for the weekend and fly in there and have sex. And so, does that well, actually happen? Or it is that really just does. Movies? No, it really does because I, I, I thought it did, but I had to do a lot of research before because I knew what they wanted to talk about. And so, it, many- I talked to like escorts and I found all, I did a lot of work for this. Is there like a number? Like, is there like a couple dozen that do this a year and then they come back and live amongst us? Who or the, the models? The, the women that actually go over oh, there. Oh, yeah. For like I would do six it. Six figure deals. I, I would have to sleep, sleep with them now. No, I probably wouldn't do it. Well, six figures. I mean, Jesus. Hey, God, you're it's so hard. It. It's so hard. It's so hard. If they're no, I wouldn't paying do you that much, they're flying you over there, you're going to do it. It's right? $100,000. And apparently, they don't only fly one woman over. They fly over like a lot, like 10. So it's not like you're on call the whole time. So well, you can like go shopping. Smarter, like, they give you a per diem, which is probably like $10,000 a day. It'd be it really actually dumb to get really hire good. a plane and just fly out one. You got to pack that plane. You got to pack the plane. And so they fly them out and they've got a whole thing. So that's what it's about. It's about like I would fly you know them each in their own plane. That's because I'm a gentleman. Right. You would. That's sweet. Yeah. You give them yeah, each their own private jet. I'm old school. You are old school. You're a good man, right? That's that's what your show's about. Telling guys how to be good men. A little sort bit. Of? Yeah. Well, that's, that's like at the center of it. It's I want to have awesome interviews with men who've had some really cool, interesting, difficult life experiences and kind of by sharing those stories, pass on things that are usable to other guys or at least just entertaining. Okay. So like who was your last guest in your show? Um, I'm kind of, I kind of don't want to say this in front of Anderson, but uh, Brian Bishop. Who in the world is that? Why not in front of Anderson? He doesn't know he is. They're bitter rivals who host the film Vault together. Oh, 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 oh. New York best time seller, uh, Brian oh, Bishop. That's I know him, he... right? Don't I meet him every week? Yes, yeah, you do. He's the bald one. I never know anyone's name. He's the bald guy who they call Brian, who's also called Bald Brian. Got it. Um, okay, he's on your... I've met him. Okay, cool. So yeah, what did you guys yeah, talk about? Guy. What did you learn from him? Well, he's a guy who just celebrated five years since his cancer diagnosis. Okay. And he's doing fantastic. And not all my shows are like as heavy as cancer. Right. And things, things like that. Cancer's pretty heavy, right. Yeah, cancer's pretty heavy. But at least if I'm going to do a topic like that on my show, I want it to be with someone who's kind of light and fun. So it's not just like... They can laugh about their cancer. Yeah, and, and talk about it in a way that's not just like an hour of things that are just morose. And right. That's that's not what I want to do right. with my show. And so, so Brian, there's, there's a lot you can learn from that guy because I, I think he started off in a better place than a lot of people. Like, born optimistic. That's really hard. Oh, God, really? He's yeah. one of those, like, he's truly happy? Yeah, I think that's why Anderson him and Anderson no. are best friends. Anderson's <laughs> not really happy, though. No, I know Brian I mean, does. He does wander around uh, optimistic with thumbs in the air, and uh, a lot of people buy it. And I, I do most of the time. <laughs> uh, you know what, Brian, would, yeah. Brian tried to book himself on your show through me, and I, I said absolutely why not. Why not? Because it's a fun sex show. We're not going to sit around talking about Brian's cancer for an well, hour. Well, can we talk yeah. about how it affected his sex life? Is he married? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The well, poor thing. 
Not that we only talk about sex, but we mostly talk about sex. Have you done a show about boners and chemo? Um, no, not yet. Boners okay. and chemo. That would get a lot of downloads. No, I'm kidding. It's it would. I mean, I, totally. It is interesting. Yeah. And boners and anything. Like, people have a hard time getting boners across the board, but boners and chemo, chemo I'm sure, is a whole other uh, ball of wax. Yeah, he and I did talk about sex a little boners bit. Boners and chemo? I, you have boners, chemo, radiation. I'm sure, yeah. Is he, and he's okay now? And he had cancer recently, now that we're going on the cancer road? Well, it's been, yeah, it's been five years oh, five since years. his diagnosis, okay. and he's doing fantastic. Okay, good. These days. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so what, what have you learned about sex and dating from doing your podcast? Oh, geez. Well, my my adventures in podcasting did not start out with my current show, uh, Man School. I used to do a show before, and I would occasionally have porn stars on. Oh, and, I know what that's like. Um, you, you do. So you know about how often they're late. Oh, they don't, or when they don't, or just don't show, up, show up. Or they at hate all. you after because or, you didn't get them enough. You didn't get them a drink or something after. I don't know what. Yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I was at a place where I'm like, oh, I can have porn stars over to my apartment to like talk about sex. This seems like a right. fun, weird thing that like teenage me back in upstate New York would have right. thought was the greatest thing ever. And so I did that, and that kind of got. It wasn't just porn stars, but that kind of got boring quickly. Right. And I've not Because you're not actually going to bang them. Like, were you part of you secretly hoping, like, maybe it'll turn into sex or something? Basically, just by having my neighbors see me in the elevator with porn stars. Oh, that felt that, good. Yeah, that was enough. That's how guys yeah. are, really. Like, they just, they really want to be seen with, like, hot women on their arm or hot women near them. Like, I have a lot of guy They're friends. They're like an accessory. It is like an accessory. And, girl, I don't, I've never felt that way. I, I don't get, I don't take cute guys at all. Um, well, but maybe they would take away. <laughs> I'm sure all the guys, uh, past and present, who listen to this here program, really appreciate you saying that. Emily. No, I do, but they're not like hot. Like you'd be like, oh no, except for that one that I dumped on his birthday by mistake in San Francisco. That was a bad one. He my certainly mistake. doesn't listen. We were talking about this today because Lauren, my assistant, was my intern at the time. It was a mistake. It was. He was so cute. I mean, I seriously think the cutest guy ever. And I, but I, I decided to move to. Um, Los Angeles. I've been like thinking about it for ten years, but but really for the last six months in San Francisco, I was like I, I was flying down every week. I got to be in L.A. I got to do it, and I was just feeling this inertia, like you know when you want to start a new project or do something, and you're like okay, like enough talk, do something. So I just mm-hmm. like was sitting in front of my computer. I went to Facebook and I just posted, hey, anyone want to swap my San Francisco for your L.A.? And within two minutes, he texted me. He's like, so you're moving to Los Angeles, and then and then I said, I am not. I was just thinking about it. I was just putting it down. And then we did date for like another month. And then I happened to break up with him on his birthday. Because I moved. Oh, I, I got a message four minutes later on Facebook from a woman in L.A. who I barely knew. I met a, at a party 10 years ago. Facebook friends. That's how Facebook is. And she's like, I've got a place. i got to be in LA, San Francisco in 10 days. So I moved into her place and I left in 10 days, San Francisco. That's a very romantic story, and, but, Thank you. But then we stayed together for a month. And then when I broke up with him, it was actually his birthday. But that wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like, oh, you happy, it wasn't like happy birthday to you. You are dumped. You're like, I'm sorry. I, I meant to wait till uh, Valentine's Day, but it was too far away. <laughs> I've done that too. And that's always my mistake. I think it just brings up a lot of emotions those holidays. And then you just break up with people sometimes. As long as it wasn't on the Super Bowl, that's okay. Yeah. He wasn't a football player. But right, right, right. No, people get angry. People kill people on the Super Bowl. Like, that's like a dangerous day for people. That's true. Like abuse and stuff. Yeah. Really. Like, have you heard those stats? It's dark. Not to go down that road. No, not a good time. Okay. So, cancer uh, and spousal abuse here on Sex with Emily. No, really. Like, really. Let's, um, let's well, get. Yeah. So we we're talking about my other podcast I used to do. Oh yeah, and I I I uh, used to be drunk, used to do a lot of drugs, used to just kind of act like a jerk a lot. Not all the time, but enough of the time to where it finally seemed like a good idea to clean up my act. And so at some point uh, the past couple of years, I 
I kind of got sick of just doing like a fun comedy podcast, and I wanted to do something that had some actual meaning and that people would find entertaining but also kind of helpful. Right. And so I came up with the idea for, for Man School of just talking to another guy one-on-one and sharing those experiences and like, you know, a setting where my guests can be honest and and just basically get real and and not talk about stuff in like a, you know, kind of like a posturing macho way. Right. And so, because those conversations have been super helpful to me in every area of my life and especially, especially relationships. So from man school, I haven't necessarily like learned sex tips or anything, but... How about relationships? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Like, what have you learned about by talking to them about like having successful relationships or anything? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. So I got engaged last weekend. I know. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm very happy for you. I was waiting for the sound effect because I don't know what Anderson thinks about the institution of marriage. So oh, he's married. At least. He's full on married. In oh. fact, Anderson is so married and happily married that he won't even talk to me about his sex life at all. Like mum's the word, which is annoying. Out of respect for my I'm going to break you one day. So that's a, yeah, that's a good relationship if he's not willing to I know, but it's beans. annoying yeah. when he sits here and he doesn't talk show, about sex. If I was on show with you like 10 years ago, oh, we would have had a show. Dude, like, that would have been better. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Could you interview life. like Anderson from 1997? You know yeah, what? yeah, why don't you pretend you're 97? I've kind of crossed that uh, with the wife. I've asked her, and she just gave me a look. So I, I think that's off the table as well. No past Anderson, crazy party guy. I got a friend named Andy who I can talk about freely. Oh, good. Is this like well, Andy? Yeah, Andy. Oh, we'll Andy. Were you Andy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my Next week, God. Andy. Okay. Uh, okay, so, what, so you were going to say that. What you, in a recent yeah, show, I did a I did a podcast with this uh, actor singer Drew Seeley, and the topic was on proposing, and so it was his story about how he got to the place with his girlfriend where he wanted to propose, all the steps he he went through, all the different considerations of what he wanted to do, didn't want to do, and it wasn't so much a how to guide, but it was what he had done from that experience, and I, I mean I literally re listened to that episode last week as I was. Preparing for my own engagement to, okay. get, to, get, to get psyched up a little bit. How did yeah? And how did how did you do yours? How did it psych you up? Did you get any ideas from him, or you already knew what you were going to do? He hit on a lot of topics, like definitely make sure to make it about her, right? And I I think as guys, like we know that, but we may not necessarily get that, right? As you could see from like the guys who do the flash mob videos, like it's it's kind of not so much about the the woman as it is like both of them or the right. guy. And I know that my lovely fiance, whose name is also Emily, right? So sex with Emily has many good meanings. Yes. But the so she wanted something more intimate, and so I'm. A well, g- how did you know she wanted something more intimate? Because she knew, she knew you were going to propose. Well, we've we've talked about it a bunch. Okay. And it, like she didn't know when it was happening, but we've talked about like we wanted to get married and have a family and that sort of thing. So, right. So she knew it was going to happen at some point. At some point, yeah, but didn't. Yeah. Didn't know specifically. So then I had a chance to, like, take some of his information, some info from, like, other guys who I talked to and stuff I stuff I read online. Right. And, come up, and I, I wanted to come up with something special, but that was special, like, that would show that I put a lot of effort into it, but, but it was for her and it was all about her. And I have a lot of people currently thinking that I spent $2 million to rent out the Hollywood Bowl. Because I proposed to her in an empty Hollywood Bowl. You just snuck in? No, it's actually open. <laughs> no, it's it's technically a county park, so it's open 
sunrise to sunset on days when there's no shows. And there was no one there. There was one guy running the stairs, which, by the way, it's a steep. Do you tell him to leave? It's a steep place. Were you like, hey, buddy, here's some water. Go leave. I paid $2 million. Right. No, I worked out great because he saw us. We Like, I didn't try to get on one right. knee right next to the sweaty guy. Right. In the 18,000 person right. venue that was empty. But he saw us and he said, congratulations. And he asked if we wanted any pictures taken. Oh. And so that worked out perfectly. That's great. Yeah, and she said yes, perfectly. obviously. Yeah. Right. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, it does have to be all about the world. And that reminds me of, of, of something that I was actually going to, to start talking about at the beginning of the show if I had taken a few deep breaths before I got here. But, um, breathe, Emily, breathe. I know. It's just been a crazy friggin' life. Yeah, life. I'm glad you said yeah. life because uh, I know that you because I knew Caleb, already. Every week she comes in here and says that was the craziest week. It's been the craziest day every single week. Oh my god! But here's the thing. But let me tell you the difference. I'm actually making time now for my for my life and my friends. And I'm I'm you know since I moved here, it's been great. I mean, LA has been a great for business and for work. And I work a lot. And I'm starting to like you know see my friends again, which I haven't in a while. So last night I had dinner with two girlfriends, two of my closest friends here. And we went out for margarita. It felt like a Sex and the City movie. We had like margaritas at this Mexican restaurant and um, talking about sex and relationships, which is so cliche. But that's what we were doing. And they're both in like serious relationships right now. One's been with her guy for three years. He proposed to her, but he doesn't really want to get married. And the other one just met the guy after eight months. They moved in together, right? That's the story with them. But they're both like in these relationships. And then they started talking about um, how the men that they're with – because they're both really beautiful, and I'm, and I wanted my caveat here is that most guys, when when a girl says that a woman's beautiful, they're like, yeah, whatever, right? Is that true? Yeah. That you're like, on let the me inside. see her, right? Right? You're like, she's not hot, like you know what I mean? You think, sure, she is Emily. You just love her as a friend, but, but they like, like like objectively, empirically, these women are, are are beautiful, smart, interesting women, and they were saying that the guys that they're with like never. Because one of them was like, complaining, like, I got to get in my face, I got to get a facial, I got to lose weight. And I'm like, you're so be- – doesn't – don't your boyfriends tell you how beautiful – and they're like, never, no. And like he never tells you that you're, you're beautiful and makes you feel yeah, special and prioritized. So and I've said this on the show a lot and probably as, 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 as recently as last week, but that it's so important for women. And not because we need our ego stroked and not because, you know, otherwise we'll – you know, but it's just we want to feel – cherished and adored and that it is about us a lot just like guys want to feel appreciated women really want to feel like we want to feel beautiful we want to feel that you recognize us and that we just are, are supported and so I so my one friend was saying like yeah like he used to tell me all the time and she said the other night we're lying in bed naked and falling asleep and not having sex and the news is on and they're half asleep and all of a sudden our boyfriend goes jumps up and goes holy shit who's that and he, she looks up and there's like a new hot weather girl on he must have been watching Fox, right, Caleb? Something. Is that what it is? It I don't Fox know. News, but she's yeah. like, I'm a hot girl next to you, and you're noticing. And I'm like, he never tells you that. And then my other friend said the same thing, and that, that he doesn't make it about them enough. And so I was just going to say that. And also my mother, the other thing is, she divorced my dad many years ago. But what she always said to me when I was a little girl, she's like, you know, he never made me feel special. He never told me I was beautiful the whole time we were together. And I don't, so I guess I want to say that I'm not underplaying this to guys because I used to joke on my show, like, compliment her 20 times a day. And, like, Menace, who's, like, my co-host sometimes, is like, that's ridiculous. You can't. They're going to know that they love. Like, and that's a little too much, 20. But but really, like, even if it's just a few and you're like, you look great, babe. And just to recognize the person that you've been with because you might think I've told her she knows I think are hot. I'm busy. But we put time into things and we make ourselves, you know, we want to be appreciated for that and for other things. It doesn't have to just be, like, that we're beautiful, but it can be, like, you know, just do special things like bring home flowers on a random day or, you know, just make her feel cherished and special, you know, that she's indispensable to you 
And you could also like emphasize things you like, like your hair looks really good today, like little things. That's like you're hot. As a, as a guy, mm-hmm. why would you not say this to your fiance? You got a fiance now, so why would what would make you not say you're hot on a regular basis to your fiance? Well, I do tell her that. Cause, See, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Okay, so let's say it wasn't your fiance; it was somebody else. Maybe you've been in a relationship when you haven't said that on a regular basis. I think uh, I think with a lot of us guys, when we start dating someone, we don't necessarily want to show all of our cards. Right. You know, play a little bit coy. Don't want to like fully open up and be vulnerable. Right, because then she's going to think, "Oh, I've got him" or something. Or, or that she won't like me for coming on too strong. Right. Like there's a, a friend of mine who went out with a, a guy on one date, like uh, two weeks ago. He's been texting her every morning, like, "Hey, hope you have a good day," and like they didn't even kiss. Right. And it, and I think as guys, like we're afraid we're going to come off like that as oh, I'm just going to be lame. Right. Right, right. That's the opposite. Like, I don't want her to think. But that is kind of every day would be annoying, too. There's a balance. Well, that's also, Are you saying that was a good thing? Though? No, it's totally inappropriate. Right. It's weird. Right. It is weird. And I think so. We're, we want to look cool, and we don't want to get kicked to the curb. Right. And we want to kind of preserve our ego a little bit. But, but if you're in an established relationship with someone, and you've been together a while, it doesn't... Women... Is it, her desire to feel desired and cherished and, and, and appreciated and beautiful doesn't wane. No, just because no, you've been together a, for so long and you see her every to day. Address. It is. I'm just addressing it yeah. because the fact that it came up last night with both of them, and I always say it in here, it just shows that I'm right. Do you tell Anderson? Did you tell your wife? Yeah, I tell my wife. I mean, probably you know about two, three times an hour, honestly. And but it's it comes really? from a real place. Like, like I'll like, look at her and I'll see her dimples or something. I'm like, oh my god, you're so cute. Oh, that's or you're see, so pretty. But it's because it's you know it's real. It's from the heart. I'm Twenty not years from now, chances are I will never be saying that to her. Ever. No, you still should. That's <laughs> I'm hoping. Should. I'm hoping it's like the puppy syndrome, where like you know, you get a puppy, and then even when the puppy's older, you still see the puppy. Right. I'm no, it that will I'm be that way. See her because, when I first met her. No, let me tell you, is that is that like my mom's been with my stepdad now for 30 years, and she we were talking about this. I was went to see her in Florida a few weeks ago, and she was saying, you know, it's funny because because we we're talking about the same issue, and she brought up again that your dad never did that. I'm like, no, you told me that. She said, but Ed, my stepdad, she said he'll just. She goes, you know, feel so good because I'll just come out dressed for work, and he'll be like. You look adorable today. I love that skirt. You know, and it's just, and he means it because he means it. He's not just saying it. Like, he's like, look how cute your mom is. Like, it's not, he's not faking it after 30, but he really feels it. And it just, I think if you feel it or you're thinking it, you should say it. I think so, too. I think something, like, worth noting is that Anderson and I are in unique situations in that we're with women, and I'll speak on your behalf here, Anderson, that we want to be with forever. So it's it's because we appreciate already so many things about those women so it's it's easier to say that and it's it, natural but that's natural. my friends are with right. guys one of them's engaged one moved in together yeah, like, they should be uh, single what again, i'm saying I is that i think so too i think they should both dump these losers another the reason w- why i think guys might not say it is if they're, they're they're insecure and they're afraid of letting this woman know how hot they are i think that they're narcissists these guys that they're dating yeah, both them of them uh, no i believe me and i think it's also these women who that's a long. I don't want to get into their whole history, but I think that they typically have dated men who don't treat them as well. I guess I just want women and all my friends to be in healthy, good relationships with men who who worship them. You are so them. sex in the city right now. Well, yeah. it's true. That's Why a good waste idea. your time with a guy that makes you feel bad and that you're constantly trying to? You know, it's like the woman who gets into a relationship. They're kind of fixers. Like they date the fixer uppers. Like he'll change one day. He won't want to go out drunk and go see. You know, go to strip clubs with his guy friends. You know, Anderson. He's like forty. I like, go by myself. Buddy. Like really? Like he's really? You really think you're going to change him? Because people don't change unless they want to change. You can't make someone change. You can't say, like, I need you. You know, so obviously he's showing you after two years he's not changing, whatever. It's a long story with them. But but women and you men. Brought, you should bring them in. So they I can should tell their bring side. them yeah, in. Yeah. 
You should do that. I'm gonna well, do that. good luck to them and good luck to that hot, hot weather I just, girl. Well, yeah, the hot one. But like that would be annoying to me. She's like, you haven't told me I'm hot a week. Okay, I just needed to say that. Okay, I needed to get this off my chest. Okay, so um, so what made you decide to propose? When did you know like that was it? The moment that you were going to do it. I think I knew. I think I knew a couple months into our relationship that I wanted you to. You did. Yeah. And how long have you been together? Yeah. Uh, we've known each other for a little over two years. Been dating for most of that time, but not all of it. And yeah, it was it was a couple months, but then. Then we moved in together, and I'm kind of old-fashioned, even though, like, I'm a sitcom writer. I got a podcast. You know, I'm a hip-swinging guy. Yeah, you're hip. Yeah. I totally. work in the MP3 arts, much much as yourself. Right. But, like, you know, things things are a little bit different in Los Angeles than if I was back in Albany, New York, or you were back in Michigan. And so I wanted to move in together. I'm a guy who wants to get married before I have kids, and, you know, hopefully those things line up. Right. Uh, accordingly. But that's that's the plan, at least. So we moved in together. That was really, really good. And then then I got to a point where it's like, okay, now I got some money in, coming in so I can afford a ring. But nothing too crazy. And then uh, she just finished grad school. And so I wanted to throw a surprise engagement party on the day of the engagement because I knew she was going to wow. say yes. So she knew we were going to do this graduation party that was a lot bigger than she expected. Right. And so it took me like four or five months of planning. Wow, you're like that. such a good guy. Yeah, thank you. Really, it worked out though. I was so nervous that somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna blow it. Yeah, in some kind of way. Glad you didn't tell me. I might have like texted her by <laughs> mistake. Like, see you tonight, Em, and then I would have messed up the whole thing. So I'm glad I didn't do that. Well, congratulations again. That's yeah, very exciting. Yeah, when are you getting married? Out. Do you know? Uh, you'll have to talk to Emily. Okay, after she's the in show. charge. She's, now she's, she's in, in the charge. Other room. She's in charge of that part. I think so. We've been engaged for about five days. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think oh, she already has too. her dress and shoes. Right, and of course she's one of those. And, I'd get it like the night yeah. before and be like calling my assistant. Like, can we find a tailor that's open twenty four hours? <laughs> I just found it yesterday. And you guys can go back to the Hollywood Bowl for uh, your anniversary every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great because it'll See, be there. I got. And if you haven't proposed yet, fellas out there, uh, don't do it. I, I like my proposal, but I did it in an apartment that I no longer live at Aww. nor have access to. So oh, this is a good point. That sucks. I would right. love to have done it in a public place so we could go visit. Is right. it uh, in Los Angeles? Yeah, when they remodeled it, and now it's an arch stone, and it sucks. Can you drive by and at least feel some of that good feeling? <laughs> kind of. You could do that. Yeah. You could make a little picnic outside on their lawn. Stones are nice. Yeah, yeah. Crash it, climb over the fence, bring in some snacks. It occurred to me almost immediately after, and I'm like, God, oh, this is such a great moment. And I actually cried and everything. I was, it was awful. It was terrible. I was Why very embarrassed. Cry- but uh, afterwards, I'm like, that was such a you know big moment. I, we can't once we move out of here, we can never come back to this exact spot. Which I think I'm big next on, to so. winter, I think, think you should that. do this and go back to there, the vicinity. Okay. I think this is a great idea for next year, and then I'll give you some vibrators as a present, so. <laughs> as your anniversary present. I just love giving out vibrators. Yeah. One of the things that I considered about like the location for the proposal was that it had to be someplace special. But for my relationship with with my fiance, like. There's a lot of places where if all of a sudden we're driving up for no real reason other than some BS story I've made up, I thought she would have sniffed it out. Right. And I really didn't want that to happen. I wanted it to be a total surprise, blow her away. And the Hollywood Bowl, we don't have any history there. I've always okay. loved the place. But it's just it's just badass. Right. It's and amazing. So I, my folks are in town uh, for this graduation party slash surprise engagement right. party. And I said my mom wanted to take a tour of the Hollywood Bowl. So we got there and... She didn't see it coming, so so it was perfect. But I, I definitely realized, like as the date was coming near, that if I pull off to this like scenic overlook in Malibu for 
kind of no reason other than saying, hey, can we stop and take a right. photo? It might have tipped it a you little really bit. You really over—you thought about this whole thing. Like, that's—you're right. It could have. Especially if she knows that you're going to do it. Like, that it's about yeah. to happen. And I've also talked to a lot of other guy friends about this because— I'm a big fan of guys talking to other guys about, like, real stuff in right, their lives. Right, right. Uh, I'd love to talk about sports, too. But, yeah, I definitely had some, like, I love that you're the guy the city that, moments. Yeah, right? You have, I'm sure. And especially on your show, it sounds like you sit down and you talk to men about real, real things and not just porn. Um, so, so on your show, the men, is there any, like, common themes you think that you've learned? You said you've learned a lot from them. But what kind of, like, anything that could relate to, like, dating or relationships? Is there any, like, common themes? Or is there anything that you think that men constantly run into that they don't know about women or that are confusing to them? Or uh, co- common themes? Number one thing is male kegels. Is, is that a thing? <laughs> really? Are you being is, serious? No, no. Is male no, kegels but, a thing? No, male kegels. Oh. That actually, that's one of my questions. Um, yes, male kegels. Can I just tell you the Okay, this is about, is he going to kill me, Jordan, if I tell this story? Our uh, are you kidding me? Jordan would totally be down with it. You don't know Jordan. No, I yeah, think I Anderson knows him well. Wait, you the guy do? that's been on your show? Yeah. That's like okay. Concord this Kegel Camp? Yeah. He loves <laughs> it. Oh, they talk about I did. Okay, so here's the thing with me. I have an iPhone, I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp. Uh-huh. And it's for men and for women. And Kegel exercises actually help you um, men stay harder longer, have longer lasting, you know, orgasm. Women can have stronger orgasms. Oh. And it's those pee-stopping muscles. So when you, like, if someone's knocking on the door and you're like, oh, shit, who's there? And you stop. It's like when you stop and start the flow of urine, right? So you have to find the right muscles. You have to identify your pelvic floor muscles and you go in and out. You stop and start them. And you're supposed to do them. My, my iPhone app has 20 levels, right? Which is crazy. Like, so, so you do it for like five minutes a day. Stop, tense, relax. And it's like my voice walking you through it. And it pops up on your phone. So every day at 1130 a.m. it says time for <laughs> Kegel Camp. And then I do my five minutes of exercises because doctors are always recommending them. For women, it also helps with urinary incontinence and all this stuff. So anyway, Jordan was on my show. He has a popular podcast. Um, what's his podcast? The Art of Charm. The Art of Charm, of course. And he is like freaking out about it. he and his girlfriend were having a, a, a like a, a competition with Kegel Kegel off. A Kegel off. So when I first launched it only at ten levels, thinking like who the hell is gonna get to level ten? But soon after people were like, I'm at ten, I want twenty. So I relaunched it with twenty levels. <laughs> Jordan kept sending me screen grabs. He's like, I'm on level 17, 18. He got to friggin' level twenty. And he's like, I have to tell you that I ejaculated like I was eighteen years old. It like shot across the room. Like that's how hard is Kegel muscles because they help you with like ejaculation saying so men, yes, do Kegels oh. and women. Have stronger orgasms. See, I was trying to make a stupid joke. I, I know you like were, a but now, thing, but no. See, yeah. but the funny thing is, is that more actually, I hear from more men than women who actually do their kegels and tell them it helps them with their sex life and stuff. So, anyway, interesting that you asked. And look, there's less levels than Candy Crush. You know, just focus. What the on hell it. is it with Candy Crush? No, people don't invite me. I'm. Fa- I never want to play it. What? I don't understand. Everyone's obsessed with it. Should I be? Because I feel like if I play it, maybe I'd never stop. I don't oh, play games. Yeah, yeah. If the characters are naked, you'd be in. <laughs> hey, you know what you should do for the ladies' kegel camp? Maybe get them boosted. You give them a like a little squeak toy so they can actually hear every time they do it. No, there are weights, though. There's kegel balls that you put in your vagina. You can vagina. put it in there. Oh, yeah. Do there's weights squeak, for though? your vagina. They don't squeak, but you that's a great idea. Squeak. Yeah, but then you can't do them like incognito. Like, people would know yeah, that Everyone you're... does them in their car, right? Well, they tell you, this is why I made the app, because every doctor will tell you, do kegels. Like, no matter what your issue is, he's like, you should down there, do your kegels. But no one freaking remembers. He's like, you could do them with the traffic light. You could do them when you're waiting in line at the store, but no one remembers. So that's why I remind you. We have different doctors. Your doctor doesn't tell you to do kegels? No, you should def- fire him. definitely not like as optimistic as, do it at traffic light. But with your original question, before I mentioned male kegels, but by the way, that was, that was good to learn about my friend Jordan. Oh, thanks. He's going to love that I talked about that. Yeah. Jordan's fine with it. Right, he is. But with, uh, I think with like men's stuff, uh, so I'm 33, and 
I feel like I finally feel like I'm an adult now. Not just because of the proposal thing, but like I finally have right. like my S together. And uh like I have like the career I want. You know, I got my gal, got my got my apartment, I got rid of the Blackberry, you know, there's like, right. things like that. The uh, iPhone's so much better than the Blackberry. Right. I waited way too long. Right. You just got to do okay. No, no, not not just now, but right. de- it was still too right, long. Right, right. No, no, no at least to... you got the iPhone. It's helping you yeah. feel this complete cycle. Of now life. I can get Kegel Camp. Oh, yeah, Dalgo Camp. <laughs> totally. And I think so much with male sexuality and relationships isn't really about, like, I know you have a lot of callers on Loveline, which you do a fantastic job Thank at co hosting. Seriously, Emily, my fiance, not you, um, great name, by the way. Yeah. Thanks. We listen going to bed. Most nights oh, we, put, I love we that. put on the love line. Yeah. I yeah, love it's fantastic. That. It's great. And I think a lot of callers, like Drew does a good job of breaking this down and, and, and Mike Mike as well. Like they'll have like a little question like they th- <clears throat> that they think is the problem, but there's really some like big huge issue right. behind it they can't see. And so I think and I've noticed that too about like a lot of guys uh, just you know, friends or just people I've talked to over the years, it'll be like, I wish I could last longer in bed or something like right. that. But there's really like some anxiety problem where they're on some medication. Exactly, it's, it's different. And so the the stuff of my show, while it's less about specific sex stuff, I think when you can find a way to be more comfortable in your own skin, be less of a douchebag, you know, put right. put more like good stuff out into the world and. I mean, there's so much to be said for comfort and knowing who you are. Right. I think all of that translates. It's a journey, too. Being yeah. in your 20s, a lot of times you go through, you don't know who you are and you're trying to figure it out. A lot of men. Yeah, yeah you do things like go to a tequila festival in Tijuana and drive back to Los Angeles. Exactly. See, so you have the good stories now. But Right, exactly. Okay, but first, we have to, we have to take a quick break here to um, thank our sponsors of the show. It seems like on almost every podcast, I advise women that what feels good to you might not be what feels good to someone else. Exploring your own self-pleasure is not only fun, but it's an important part of learning what really works for you. For 30 years, Vibratex has understood that giving women options means more than offering a variety of colors. To help women explore, they're among the first to introduce toys that rotate and twist to stimulate all your sensitive areas. One of my favorite examples is the Dahlia from Vibratex. The battery-powered Dahlia is a silky smooth, beautifully shaped dual stimulation vibe, you know. It hits your clitoris and your G-spot. The splash-proof exterior is 100% body-safe, phthalate-free, and latex-free. But the best part is the rotating shaft. Nothing rotates quite like this baby. You can also play with the five vibration patterns and four intensity levels. So I know you'll find the one that's perfect for you. So let's get on with the exploration. The Dahlia is just one of more than 50 unique Vibratex products available for your own experimentation. Visit sexwithemily.com to see the full selection or to learn more about the Dahlia. Okay, we have to take yeah. line one because this guy Uh-oh. has a very important question. Um, it's a girl, Danny. Hi, Danny. You're on Sex with Emily. Hello? Hi, Danny. Thanks for waiting. So my boyfriend just got back from a uh, four-day vacation a golf vacation. It was all paid for by ESPN, like supposedly nonstop golf. But I, like, I'm a little worried. Like, I he came home, and you know, we cooked to my dinner. I went down on him. It smelled like cheese. Okay, something I've never smelled on him ever, ever before. Okay, like it, it definitely was not me, and. I'm just a little concerned. Like, I did lots of Googling. Didn't really get any answers because there's so many cheese dick jokes. Right. Did, but, like, did, there was a... But did you... Um, okay, so did you say anything to him? 
No, I didn't see anything. Right, because that's tough. Okay, you know because, what? He, he... Because there's a many different things. So first of all, we went out to dinner with the guy. The guy that he went with does a lot of advertising through ESPN. So they, oh, they he was like a plus one for this trip. Well, right. I talked to that guy, and he was like, "We." He was like, "I never golfed the last day of the trip." Well, according to him, he was golfing all day. Well, it's also like. You know, like, it just seems a little weird. Right. And then he, like, he came home and took a shower, but he was also hammered by the time he, like, got got in. Cause, right. Because, you know, either a day full of golf or whatever right. they were doing, and then a day full of traveling. And it's boys week, you right, know? Like, right, No, it just doesn't sound good. An ESPN boondoggle? suggesting Okay, that he's got to go to the doctor. Had sex while he was supposed yeah, to golf. Yeah, he might I have, think. honey. I mean, honestly, like, there's something wrong. Like, even, like, I say this, like, when women call in or guys call in, they're like, she's something, I smelled something funny down there. Usually when there is a certain odor that you're not used to, he might have, he might have something going on down there. And I don't want to say for sure it's sexually transmitted disease, but you have to say Either something. Either way, like, there's... Either way, no, something's there's going something on and you about. shouldn't be giving a blowjob or having sex with them. is yeah. he circumcised? Yes. Okay, thank yes. God. Uh, ask him like what his score was on that last day of golf. <laughs> if he says oh, he sixty nine, that's a problem. Well. He was tired. He was so what? He didn't do very well. Yeah, so, you know whatever. And like we're like we're very trusting couple. Like we like have all of our each other's passwords. You know, like I don't ever go through his phone. And he's he's a smart guy. Like I, there's no way I can go through his phone and find anything if it was going to be related to that anyway. You know right. what I mean? Right. So, like there's really. No, How long have you guys been together? Uh, we we have been on and off for the past five years. Okay, we've on only been. Off. I actually like I moved away for three years. And okay, came back. So has there ever know. been any other kind of distrust moments in this relationship? No, but he's also no. My only other thing is is he likes to like I never had him like caught with like prostitutes or anything before but he's the kind of person who likes to just pay for something if he wants it okay that kind of he has that kind of personality right he and he went, on, he, he went on espn okay i'm sorry but I, these boondog he went in, where was it in vegas no it was um it was in south carolina it's kiwa island okay an island whatever so that's it, all i need it, to know it's an island I don't want to say that the, I'm not going to say I think that he just needs to get checked. He could also have something else more serious. I don't know, but he should get checked out. Just tell him that you know. Or he could have just been golfing all day and traveling all no, day. But, but didn't his you friend say he showered? Said, his friend said that they weren't golfing that day. So that's the main problem. Fuck the cheese. You got a bigger problem with him lying about his last day of yeah, golf. Yeah. Why did he say he did and he didn't? And yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know that he didn't. He said that Ryan did. Well, he said his friend didn't. When did this? Okay, when did this happen? This this dick cheese. This thing? is all today. This is like a couple hours ago. Okay. I've never called into a radio. I love that you called now. in. No, this is so good. <laughs> this is. I want to help you. I, I mean, honestly, and you said he did shower right before you had sex, right? You said he came home and he showered. Yeah, like he came home and showered. Okay, so but I, he was a little wasted. Maybe he didn't shower well enough. <laughs> But there is, like, definitely a funky odor. Yeah. Are we I talking, would, like, a, pro, like a provolone I mean, or a gouda, a sharp cheddar? Caleb, so, like, what, I mean, have you ever had a weird scent with your penis that you didn't know? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it happens sometimes because we're all biological right. animals and go through different things. But, Danny, I, I'm wondering, is he a fan of condoms? No. And he's, She's no. been talking this entire time. Oh. Danny, I think that you've got to say something to him. If it, ha- I mean, I would say something to him. Say, "There's this strange. I got to be honest with you. There was like this. Did you keep giving him a blowjob, or did you stop? No, I, I kept going. 
And did he ejaculate? Yeah. Okay. And was that cheesy too? Cheesy. Like it, like that. The odor was already in my nose. Like, I yeah, I think stop. there's something yeah. going on. No, I don't know, you know what. Like, it was my first time seeing them. Like, we're really close. No, I get it. I don't want, and I don't want to, listen, I don't want to jump to any assumptions, but this is what I always tell guys, because I actually hear this more from men calling in about women. I say, there's probably something going on with her. She's got to get checked out, because there's a lot of guys who are like, I've been dating her for a while, and there's been this scent, and a lot of times it could be well, something. I was just thinking, is there, like, I mean, because I, like, when I was Googling it, there was, like, cheese dick, like, where, like, Well, no, because you're balls, saying it sounds like cheese. It's probably just some f- odor that could be emitting from his penis that could come from some kind of bacteria. disease, bacterial, yeah. like a bacterial infection. So, I mean, but it's never like it's I get it. He's never cheesy. Before. Whatever it is, it's something different. So that's all we're talking about. Is it's different. Whatever right. it is, you've been with him for five years. His penis has never smelled like any kind of. Um, dairy poultry uh condiment so right. you, you really need to to just tell him be like something i gotta be honest babe something yeah, honesty just different. say dude i think be honest you might have been five years say okay. say so i don't know say no, like, tell like him you talk to me like, say i was a little worried yeah and honestly it could mean like he could be something else going on that is completely unrelated to to, to any to a sexually transmitted disease he could have something serious so he should check get checked out there's no reason why he should have that odor that lingered after he just showered. So I would say something sooner or later. I would not have sex with him right now, and I wouldn't perform oral sex on him until he goes to the doctor. Very right. good advice. ASAP. Okay, thanks for calling in, Danny, and thanks for waiting. Okay, so anyway, God, dick, cheese. That's just... That I'm was gonna, so I'm have foul. to go to bed with that, like, thought in my head. Don't now. go to bed with that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, right. He was screwing around. Do you think for sure? I think so. ESPN boondoggle. Hello. Like, yeah. what else are you yeah. going to do? They're like golf trip. What's the cheese thing, really? Like the next well, day, your dick just smells like cheese? No, but if he has some, if he contracts some kind of like bacterial thing from a woman or, you know, maybe he has some kind of like cancer. I don't know. I'm not going to say, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. If you guys picked up on the fact that she kind of said that he's paid for hookers in the past. She said he'll pay for something if he wants it. Right. And it doesn't sound good. If but I don't want to like, I'm not going to point fingers. What? He's going to be wearing a condom and then he doesn't smell like cheese. I, well, guys I, who I sleep with know. hookers and cheat on their girlfriends and don't wear condoms. Or every hooker, worse. I mean, every, I always hear about hook. <laughs> they always demand every condoms hooker you've ever slept I've, with. I've heard. I've saw a pretty woman. She demands condoms. No, they all don't though. Well, that was a realistic story. That pretty woman. That was a that realistic was story. A and they show. all look like Julia Roberts too. So, so that's good. But um, she said, she said it was. They've been on and off for five years. That okay? So he's basically like a shark who's had the taste for blood. And so over the past few years, he's been able to go get it elsewhere right. and be able to come back that to happens. her right. in like a safe situation that's comfortable. So I mean, I had a, yeah, listen. exactly. And I had a friend who was dating a DJ, which, by the way, if I'm, I don't want to offend anyone here if you're a DJ, but I just would never date a DJ because honestly, Casey Kasem. Yeah, maybe now I date Casey Kasem, but honestly, my friends who date DJs, it's just the worst because they're up till five a.m. They're usually doing drugs. There's a million girls going, just standing around him like all night long. And it was just awful. And he was always cheating on her. But we all kind of knew it, but didn't know. But then he came back. They had sex once. And then she got like bacterial vaginosis or something from him. Cheezosis. What? Cheezosis. It is weird. Chicks are weird. You guys are all so weird. Caleb, I was at a bar once down, just down the street, this place called uh, Carbon Club. And their DJ didn't show up. And it's a tiny little club, red lights, whatever. And I'm like, I could push play. So I put on the headphones. I pushed play. I instantly became like a rock star. Chicks were literally throwing themselves at me like, for right. the next two hours, That's they're in I... line to come up and talk to me. Because right. I was pushing play. Exactly. Exactly. These are the dudes that can't play the guitar or anything. Like, I'm going to be a DJ. And this guy was just, like, so douchey. And we all knew. And anyway, DJs, I think they're bad news. Not, not all of them. 
Like, but everyone, like anyone all who the wants DJs to work till five a.m. Don't listen to Sex with Emily. Suck cock. Yeah, but everyone if you're listening great. to Sex with Emily, I don't. I, and I usually don't say things. About, I'm very. I'm. I'm not a very judgmental person, and so that's actually unlike me to say something like that because not all DJs do. Oh suck, come but on! I think, I th- it's fair to evaluate. Yeah, I say typically a guy who's judgment. into that, and he's yeah. always like going to Ibiza for a week without her. Like hello. Yeah. But I know as a guy living in Los Angeles, it's like okay. Dating actresses was not a good idea, not because I have some judgment about actresses, but because there's something legitimate going on there. Like that, what? Like what? That they are self-centered more than normal, Narcissist. more image conscious, more than normal, and also typically more damaged. And I don't say damaged as like a bad thing to pass judgment. Because who isn't damaged a little? Yeah. I mean, I've had, <laughs> I've had plenty of issues, but I've also done a lot of work on myself. Right. And so there was definitely... Yeah, at a time where I was right. not as awesome. Because now you're awesomeness, right? Yeah, and so there's sure there's plenty of actresses that have done good work on themselves, but uh, it's harder. Yeah. So it's just I get it. No, people say that. I mean, I you know I don't know. People do say that about actresses about different people, but you're right. I can I, I could see that. Absolutely. People say that about ballerinas. Right. I've heard that oh. like more than once, and that's so random. And I think I don't know where you even meet a ballerina. Right. Anderson, Carbon Club, Culver City. Is that where you meet the ballerinas? Who knows? My guest is uh, Kayla Bacon from the Man School podcast. They can find it at um, on Manschoolshow.com on Man iTunes. School do- okay, Manschoolshow.com. If you're on iTunes, get the Kegel Camp app as well Yeah, for men and women. Exactly. And your podcast and my podcast. So do, how do you feel about um, ha- answering some emails with me now from the people and, and giving some advice? Is it more Helping dick cheese listeners. or other stuff? You know what? There's no more dick cheese tonight. So this is actually That's from- good. the Yeah. So this is from a guy. So anyway, everyone, I appreciate your emails to feedback at sexwithemily.com. This is from Jeffrey. He says, hello, Emily. I recently went to a party at a nightclub. Throughout the night, girls were trying to set me up with their less attractive friends. What am I doing wrong? Thank you, Jeffrey. So I have to say, Jeffrey, is that's probably his own security, A, because the girls... Like, the girls probably weren't sizing up going, well, here's my less attractive friend, so I'm going to introduce you to him. But he's had his own insecurities going into the situation. Don't you think? Or, or, That's probably part of it, but he's, I bet he's right. You think that the girl was going, okay, I'm hot, but here's my less hot friend? I've never – I guess I'm not that girl, so I would never consciously be like, you're an eight and she's a six, so – but you're a dude. You're a so. nice person, though. I am I, nice. I think, like, at some level that – maybe you don't even realize it. You think that someone's in someone's league and someone's not in someone's league. And you could justify it whatever way. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. But I'm going to guess like, that this is just a guy who is not as attractive because he's probably more passive. And so it's probably like, oh, nobody's talking to this friend of mine. How right. about you talk to her? So he's got to be more confident. He's got to up his I, game. I would guess I would guess that's probably the big thing. Yeah, it's always about confidence. And I, and I almost – hate that I say that to guys all the time, like the number one thing that women love is confidence, but it's, it's true. And I think men too and women. I mean, they event, right? I mean, I don't think that that's initially like guys can bang a hot chick for like years and then be like, oh, wait, I want someone who's also has other things. But for women, it is a man who walks in, who owns the room, who's attractive, who knows himself. That is very attractive to us, who has confidence. So I hear, yeah. Yeah, right? You, so, you, I mean, you gals say that all the time. And But it's really true. So... So she's just got to stop being like the nice guy and whatever and sit there and just get and, and go out and talk. And Here's up his what game. he said that tipped me off. Okay. To the fact that he's not very confident. Why isn't he already talking to the hotter exactly. friends? Exactly. Why is he, he waiting for this yes. girl to fix him up? Yes. Good point. You snooze, you lose. It's because he doesn't have, he's not confident right. enough. 
He's got to approach. Don't sit and stare at the hot chicks across the room because the second we see you staring at us, look at the double take, your time is up. The second you see an attractive woman, you have to just go approach her and talk to her. I think you got to be okay with rejection. Yeah, exactly. And it's not that, like, the, the girl's hot friends are rejecting you. Right. They're, they're, they don't know you. They're, they're rejecting whatever. You, you know, you could just tell yourself that uh, maybe they're – they have a boyfriend. Maybe right. they, they don't like my outfit. Exactly. Whatever Who it cares? is. They don't know you. Right. They don't know you at all. And you, it, don't you think that with rejection and also being like, you know, like doing a podcast or doing something public, I always think, you know, you can't worry. I mean, it's so easy to say, but like you really can't, as long as you're being your best self, like you can't worry what people think. Some people, I always assume like half the people might hate my show, right? People hate Oprah. They hate puppy dogs. They might like your show. They might hate my doesn't like you can't worry so much about that and like reject it's the same kind of thing with like rejection that just know and especially being in entertainment you're gonna get rejected it's not about you like it's about whatever they were looking for in the person and you yeah. just have to keep going and it gets easier the more you get rejected i write makes you stronger. yeah i write on the sitcom sullivan and son on tbs oh wow which right. is uh season three is coming out amazing in congratulations to that as well yeah, sullivan and son okay and it, like literally millions of people watch but I see some like of the the meanest stuff on Twitter about the show, and so I know you a lot. Of, I know it. a lot of people like the show, but I, it's like almost helpful to read bad stuff because like that helps kind of condition me to the world. Does it more. help you? Do you listen to it? Uh, not really. I mean, a lot of times it's funny, um, and then and then I'll click favorite on it, and then they'll like click back to my profile and see that I'm a writer. And sometimes like <laughs> apologize. Uh, What's your Twitter again? If we haven't at Caleb Eats Bacon, C A L E B Eats okay. Bacon, like the food. Got it. Yeah. So I know it's hard. I do that too sometimes, and I want sometimes you want to get angry or you want to say something or you sometimes you just you know I don't know people I get you know criticism too and and sometimes people are you know I think they have a point too. I'll be like okay, but a lot of times I'm just like you know I, I read it, but I don't I don't you can't take it in because not everyone's gonna have an opinion. Rejection's hard. Like look, if uh, someone listens to 25 episodes of Sex with Emily and they tell you you do a terrible job. Right. Obviously that's not true, but that's going to hit you harder than if you meet someone at a club right. and who doesn't want to talk to you. Right. Like, exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. That's a whole different thing. Exactly. Just keep going and keep asking people out. Um, you got to just, yeah, I, I think that was a great point, Jeffrey, that you should just be talking to hot chicks and don't even let your friends, don't let anyone introduce you to someone you don't want to talk to. Okay. Next email. Um, hi, Emily. I am a new listener, and I'm in love with your show. Your attitude is amazing, and I always seem to have a better day if I listen to nothing but sex talk on my way to school. That's nice. And yes, my sex life has improved since I started listening, so you're definitely serving a wonderful purpose on this planet. I'm one of those girls that loves giving oral to my man. However, sometimes I notice myself getting cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. As I had cotton mouth. You just got cotton mouth. I know. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I didn't I'm just it. glad it wasn't a cheese dick thing. I know. I'm as like, long as we're off the cheese dick. Yeah, right. we are. So this is the cotton mouth, which is much better than cheese dick. Do you have any solutions? Thank you so much, Brianna. Smoke less weed. I was just going to say that. Do you smoke pot? Do you take any medication? A lot of times that can give you cotton mouth. You just took a sip of water. I I'm did. Like, I saw it. Like, you know the answer <laughs> I was to about to give so you a job. No, but my answer is st stop and take a drink of water. Nope. I, I don't keep your hand on them, whatever you got to do. I always get thirsty. I get thirsty during sex. I always have, I'm like obsessed with if I don't have water by me all the time. So take water, take a few sips. And another great trick what you can do, Brianna, is take a few sips so you're hydrated and then take some in your mouth and then go back to giving a blowjob. And while you're doing it, 
have it in your mouth. Let the water come out of your mouth and and drip over his his penis, and it'll feel amazing. So I think. I don't have a penis, but how does that sound to you? I would be like, did you just get sick? No, but like a little just water, a little bit of water, not okay. a ton, but like That's, a little bit because yeah. it gets a lubricant. That's interesting. Not like all of it. Psh- but like a little in your mouth, and then you can give it more lubricant, so you keep going. That does sound like a good time. Okay. Or you can put it. Oh, another thing you can do, Brianna, is since if that doesn't work, because I I I done. I never had any complaints. But ice cubes, perfect. Have a glass of water with ice, and I'm ice. Have an ice cube in your mouth while you're going giving blood job. That can feel great too. I've heard. I think she should also just drink more water ahead of time. True. Yeah, get the hydration going. Get the, yeah, you should hydrate or die. That's what Camelback. Do you know Camelback does? Those, those backpack things, yes. the thing that's their thing is hydrate or die. Do they recommend their products for oral sex? Um, but that's not a bad. You know what? You yeah, can wear a backpack, right? And she could have the little straw the coming little out. Hose, yeah, yeah. And then she never has to come up. She could just suck the water out. Wear the backpack, though not as sexy. Maybe if they made like a lacy one. I smell no? an Emily and Tony crossover product. <laughs> what Anderson? You don't think that's a good idea? I'm not, not seeing not, that. Very unhot. Her wearing that while naked looks like she's about to go hiking while she's going I'm down. I'm totally the- kidding about that, but it's not a bad I idea. Know, I, um, know. I think this might be all that we have time for, but I have so many other things that I. That's it. You just ran out of time. No, I, the show's I, over. I, but Caleb, I, I, so many things I more I want to talk to. you. I'm so glad you came on the show. This has it's been a lot, a lot of fun. No, I, I mean, really, so fun. Really enjoyed it. So, um, okay, I I want everyone to listen to your podcast and go to your website. So tell them where they can find you again, and this will all be on my website. As well, Man School easily found on iTunes. Uh, and after you've listened to all the back episodes of Sex with Emily, come check out Man School. Yeah, people love your podcast. Very popular yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Kids awesome. like it. Manschoolshow.com. And and um and and good congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. Emily's yeah. are good peeps. Yeah, thank you. So I so appreciate that. Big and time. everyone should check out Anderson's podcasts. You never every week. Which one? Film Vault. The Film Vault. The, why and not? or the After Disaster. The why film vault, why uh, do you always like you treat the After Disaster like your bastard child? And it's I don't know. To ask all the Film Vault fans think that I uh, or vice versa. All the After Disaster fans think. I, Treated the, uh, the film vault. We're all podcasters. I think we should just yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah. what's good for everyone. This week we did top five bars on the film vault with Bald oh. Brian and I. Yeah. Top five bars in movies? Oh, yeah. Because that'd be weird. It's a movie show if we were to talk about bars. I just didn't know. Like, what do you mean, like bar scenes? Bars in movies. Actual, the actual bars to go. If we could have a drink in a bar that we've seen in a movie, which I would took it be? a Star top Wars five. one. You know what? That came up a lot. I know. I don't Not know what. Not by me, but it came up a lot. Not by you, because that's so cliche. I hate that it came up a lot. That means I suck. No, and no, then the Swingers no. one came up, right? No, actually, Swingers did oh, not good. come up. Look at that. Oh. You're Dude, I know movies. I used to be a filmmaker, P.S. I know. Everyone, thanks so, much for li- thanks so much for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I have a daily routine that keeps me grounded. Things that I absolutely must do before I can even head out the door. And over the past few months, I added something new. The Intensity by Pormois. The Intensity combines two things I love and talk about all the time. Kegel exercises and orgasms. Seriously, I feel like they made this product just for me. Originally developed as a medical device to cure, yes, cure, many pelvic floor issues women experience, like inability to orgasm and urinary incontinence, especially after childbirth. The makers quickly learned that the only real side effects from its use were incredible orgasms, which, if you ask me, is not a bad side effect at all. The intensity applies gentle electrostimulation directly to the pelvic floor muscles. It gives you an amazing, effective Kegel workout. And, as you know, stronger Kegels equal stronger orgasms. So once they realized the intensity was the best of both worlds, utility and pleasure, the designers added powerful vibrations and a clitoral stimulator for that pleasure side effect. 
The result is much more than a sex toy. Seriously, it's a product that has changed my sex life. Now it's your turn. To find out how the intensity can change your sex life, go to sexwithemily.com and click on the intensity banner. Don't forget to use code EMILY at checkout so they know who sent you.